Hey everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. Today's episode is featuring another guest. So her name is Dr. Connie Wang. She has her Farm D degree, but she's actually in dental school right now at Tufts. She's in her uh, finishing up her first year, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you all because we dive into how she got on the track to go to pharmacy school why she stayed in pharmacy school once she knew it wasn't for sure what she wanted to do, how she managed grad school plus um, completing all of the pre-dental things such as shadowing and getting her application in, personal statement. So I think you guys will find her story and her advice for finding the right pre-health profession for you to be very insightful. And she's also just an awesome personality and super entertaining and bubbly. So I hope this episode brings a smile to all of your faces and also inspires you a little bit um, on your pre-dental journey or in dental school to keep working hard once you know that this is your passion. So with that being said, we're going to do my little intro and then we will get right into the main episode. So as for what's going on in my life, it is the 18th of June as I'm recording this and um, this whole week we had our orientation modules open for my first year of dental school for my summer term. Um, I completed all those modules. There was nine. They went through things about diversity and inclusion, um, ways we can get involved with the school on social media, honor code, policies, all of the resources such as CAPS, which is our like um, psych and like therapy options that we have. There's an in-dental um, school uh, therapist there for us, which is really awesome that they make that a priority to um, care about their students' mental health. I think that's so awesome, and I'll probably be utilizing her services once classes start. But um, we also heard from student services um, about different organizations, ways you can get involved in the school, how they're there to support us as students if we ever need anything. Basically, I was just really impressed with the orientation program because they won. They put a lot of time into it since it's usually in person. This is their first time doing it virtually. You could tell that they put a lot of time into making it entertaining for us, fun for us, but also very informative. And it was nice because whoever was the person for that department that you would be reaching out to if you needed to, that was the person that presented on the topic. So it was good to kind of virtually get to meet them in a way. That way you feel like you know who to reach out to if there's something specific that you need within the school. Um, that's pretty much everything for this week. I've just been trying to get ahead on content for podcasting and for YouTube. That way, when I start classes, I'll have a little bit of wiggle room to get comfortable with my new routine and everything. As I've said before, podcasts will be still every Monday morning. I am scheduled out all the way through the end of August, so that is so great. So you guys know that through my first term of dental school this summer term, there will be a podcast every Monday. I'm very proud of that, so I hope you're excited. Um, as for what's motivating me this week, it's the fact that I got to start those modules. It's the fact that I am in dental school, which is funny because last week I was saying I am freaking out about dental school, and here I am now a week later dipping my toes in and being so excited. And that just reaffirms the fact that this is what I've always wanted. And now that I can actually take action on all this content and stuff that was making me anxious before, I think I feel a lot more calm knowing that it's in my control now. I think I was feeling like things were kind of out of my control before, but now that things are in my control, I feel much more motivated and excited to be productive starting the Wednesday after listening to this episode, which is our first day of real 
classes. We have four hours of head and neck anatomy, and then we have histology, and then we have a few other like orientation live presentations and stuff. So it'll be very interesting. And the following week, I will give you guys an update about how school is going. That episode is going to be all about my orientation and my first week of classes. But for now, we're going to get right into the interview, the episode with Connie. Um, her Instagram is the Pharma Dental, if you're familiar with her, but I'm really excited and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hi, everyone. So we do have another guest today. Her name is Connie, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit. Hi, guys. So like Haley said, my name is Connie. I am a licensed pharmacist and a first-year dental student this year at Tufts University in Boston. Um, thank you so much, Haley, for having me. I'm super, super excited to be here. Haley has some great content, so it was really cool when she reached out. <laughs> but um, yeah, so a little background about me. I am from the smallest state in the U.S., uh, Rhode Island. And I'm a true East Coast girl. I've been born here, raised here, you know, my whole life. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Awesome. So can you expand a little bit on your journey getting accepted to dental school specifically and then what made you choose Tufts? Yeah, sure. So anyone looking at me, my profile kind of knows I have a pretty strange path to Tufts and to dental school. So some background is that... um, well, you know what? Let's just start way from the beginning. Let's, let's start from high school, shall we? Yeah, so, go for it. <laughs> so when I was 18, trying to like choose what colleges I wanted to go to and what career I wanted, I wasn't really sure what I wanted. I, like, I knew I liked healthcare, um, but I wasn't really sure which avenue I wanted to go down. So I was lucky, and my parents both worked at the University of Rhode Island, which was like our state school, and they had a combined pharmacy program, which is just two years of undergrad, and then you go straight to four years of pharmacy school. So I applied to that because I was like, you know what, why not? I, it was, to be quite honest, it was, I mostly applied because it was the best financial option um, because my parents both worked there, and, and it was in-state and everything. And the pharmacy program was well-known on the East Coast for being like a really great program. So I was like, okay, if I don't have any strong feelings towards anything in healthcare, I might as well just go with this program because it makes sense. So I applied, got in, um, went to school, actually loved it. Even though I had never planned on becoming a pharmacist, I just loved the program there. Like the people were great. I was taking the prereqs, which in hindsight, it's just the same prereqs as like dental school or anything like that. So it was just like phys and bio, that kind of stuff. But in my head, I was like, no, I love this program. So that must mean that I must love pharmacy, right? Wrong. But um, (laughs) so I went along with the program and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be a pharmacist. So then I started my first year of of the program. And then I realized like, I think I realized pretty much first year and I actually did not like pharmacy at all. Um, we would learn about like different conditions and I'd be like, that's cool and all, but then we would learn about the drugs and I'd be like, okay, well, someone else can deal with that part. (laughs) And I think it wasn't until after like the first year of pharmacy school that I realized like, crap, that's me. I'm the one that has to deal with the drug. Um, and yeah, so I can't really like explain exactly what it was, but I just knew in my gut that 
pharmacy wasn't for me. And I think I had a slow realization that I never chose pharmacy. It was more just me passively going with the flow. And then so I kind of had like a little bit of a crisis. And after my first year of pharmacy school, I was really burnt out. So I did a lot of arts and crafts, actually, to try to like cope with the stress and the burnout. Do, do you like arts and crafts too? I'm sure like a lot of... Yeah, definitely like painting and kind of stuff. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people in this field like really enjoy working with their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so when I was doing that, I was kind of thinking like, man, I wish I had something like a career that was using my hands and kind of artistic, but at the same time, like healthcare and helping people feel better. And I can't really quite describe like what the moment was, but all of a sudden I realized I was like, dentistry is this because my brother-in-law is actually a dentist and he's also a really great artist. So I was like, we're really similar. He really likes dentistry. Maybe I should consider dentistry. And um, in hindsight, actually, one time sophomore year of college, before I started pharmacy school, I had this like random moment. Do you ever just like wake up at like three in the morning? You're like, oh my God, like what, what, like just like a random like (laughs) thought, like pop into your head. So I had a random thought and I was like, I should go to dental school. And then I like did some research on it. And everyone on the internet was saying like dentistry is oversaturated. The loans are too much, all this negativity. So then afterwards I was like, okay, never mind. That was just a weird, weird thought. Never mind. So then I had a second moment like this after my first year of pharmacy school. And this time I went with that like gut instinct moment. And so it was kind of like slow, but then also all at once. Because once I realized I should switch to dentistry, I decided to shadow my brother-in-law, the dentist. And then like the second I was in there, like shadowing him, I like knew kind of that this was the right path. So you may be wondering, like at this point, I only did one year of pharmacy school. Why not just drop out, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what most people wonder. Um, so my, my brother-in-law, actually, the dentist, was the one that suggested that I stick it out because he was like, A dentistry isn't always like you know fun so he's like you really make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into so um and b he was just like you should really like pharmacy school because it was such a financial advantage for me to go to it because like i like i had such a huge scholarship and everything yeah tuition yeah so he was like you you know you might as well just stick it out since you're not paying anything for pharmacy school just like learn as much as you can from pharmacy school while working in dentistry and kind of get to know like the field better and make sure that it really is for you. So I went along with it because when you break it down, pharmacy school is only four, it's four years. The first three years are like classes. So I already finished the first year and then it would just be two more years of classes and then one year of like clinical rotation. So it really was only like two more years of school. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll stick it out. So then in those two years to try to figure out if I really, really, really love dentistry, I worked as a dental assistant and shadowed and all that stuff. And that like really confirmed how much I wanted dentistry because like learning pharmacy at the same time as working in dentistry really helped me compare the two fields like side by side, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So that was a really great experience. So then I applied my fourth year of pharmacy school. Um, That was when I was on the rotations, like I mentioned. And I kind of treated that year like a gap year because I would go to rotations during the day and then I could apply to schools at night. And then, yeah, so I ended up applying to I think it was nine schools eight or nine schools um and then I got interviews from five and I got accepted to those five but out of all of those Tufts was definitely my favorite school so my brother-in-law actually also went to Tufts and that's part of why I love so much yeah so basically in my head like you know how you kind of just always know like some places where you're supposed to end up that's that's kind of what Tufts felt like was it like that for you too with with Michigan yeah I think just like I think just when you learn about it and like, 
like you having that personal connection there, you're like, why would I not want to go there? Like if they loved it, like, and we're similar, like, I'm sure I'll like it. Like you get good vibes at the interview and it's just like further solidifying that like, that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. So I felt those good vibes from Tufts from the beginning. It was just like, it's where my brother went. So I had that family connection and that brother-in-law and it was also close to home in Boston and like home in Rhode Island, like Boston's like the big city for us small town <laughs> folk in Rhode Island. So it was like, wow, this is like a big city. And then when I got to Tufts, it was like, I just knew like there was just this air of like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it was the first dental, it was the last dental school I, I interviewed at, but it was the first dental school that I had been to where I felt like but the butterflies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was just so excited. I was like, if I'm lucky enough to be accepted here, then this is where I know I have to be. And yeah, so it worked out and that's where, that's where I am now. <laughs> nice. Um, I thought about this while you were explaining your story. So you yeah. did like your shadowing requirements and your dental assisting while still being in pharmacy school. Was that like a lot to manage with your coursework and stuff? Or were you yeah. just trying to like just get by in the coursework and like focus more on the dentistry or like what was your mindset, I guess, to manage all of it? Yeah, sure. So I just remember those years, the years that I shadowed and assisted were my P2 and P3 years. I remember those being like some of the most challenging years ever because A, it was like all of a sudden I couldn't just get by in school anymore because now I'm trying to get into grad school. So I knew I had to prove myself and prove that I can get great grad school grades. So I worked like harder than ever in school. And it's funny, it was all, I got way better grades than I ever got even in undergrad, even though technically the coursework was a lot harder with pharmacy. Suddenly I had the drive because when I was an undergrad, I didn't have the drive. I was just floating along in the pharmacy program. But once I realized I wanted dentistry, like my grades like skyrocketed in pharmacy school because I was like, I have no other choice. It's either do well or then I'm stuck in pharmacy forever. Um, but it was definitely a lot. Um, it, was, it was very lonely kind of because I felt like all of my friends were they were all pharmacy students so they were just like on the weekends or after a busy week of studying for exams they could all chill out and relax whereas I had to go home and then like study for the DAT or prepare my like application or go shadow and assist so it was, it was definitely a lot but I also felt it was also it was also a little fun because I felt like I was living like a Hannah Montana life <laughs> because like it was like I would go to my school and be a normal pharmacy student by day but then like then I would go shadow and go assist and no one else knew about my dental life. So it was kind of like fun living that secret double life. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Um, Kind of following up about the the pharmacy dental school and everything. Do you plan to integrate your pharmacy education into your dental work at all? Or like, would you do both separately or just only really do dental practice? Like, what are you thinking? I know you have a while to figure it out, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I feel like I, I do want to bring some of my pharmacy identity in, in anything I do. I'm hoping like what makes the most sense is I really want to educate the dental world more about like opioids. Cause that's just such a huge thing now is the opioid um, epidemic. And I think coming from the pharmacy background, it gives me such more of like a medical kind of background to dentistry. And I'm realizing this now that I'm taking dental classes and we're learning about like cardio GI, um, like renal stuff. Like I, I realized that they are kind of treated a little differently. So I feel like my extensive background with pharmacy, I can help like educate my peers more. Um, I, I wish there was more of a way to integrate things. I would love to see if I can maybe use some of my like pharmaceutical knowledge and help with development of dental products and things like that too. Um, but I, I guess we'll just have to see. I feel like I'm so early on in my dental career that yeah. I don't quite even like know yet like what's out there, you know? Yeah, for sure. It'll 
it'll all kind of fall into place once you get there. You just got to take it day by day. Um, Did you ever like consider medical school? I'm not sure if you mentioned this or where you just like went with that pharmacy program. Yeah, sure. So to give you some real context, like real behind (laughs) the scenes, (laughs) um, I actually, when I was a kid, I thought I wanted to pursue the medical route, right? Okay. Because um, my mom was a doctor in China and my sister is a doctor And so I was kind of raised just being like, oh, I'm going to like be a doctor. You know, that's just kind of, to be honest, that's kind of like what you do as an Asian kid too. It's like your parents (laughs) just raise you to think that way. Um, So then when I was choosing those colleges, like I said, when I was 18, I applied to pharmacy knowing that it would be a good background for medicine. So I thought if I didn't like pharmacy in the first two years, I would drop out and go to medical school or something Uh like that. Like I was just like thinking more medical. Dental was like not really in my vision. Um, So like in some ways I had considered medicine. After doing pharmacy school and learning everything about pharmacy, I have realized like the medical world is just not for me. Um, in pharmacy school, you learn so much about like the pathophysiology of everything. You, you really get an extensive look at what medicine is like because in the real world, a lot of dental people don't know this, but like pharmacists work in clinical settings and like hospitals too. Um, like everyone thinks of pharmacy, they just think CVS and stuff like that. But nowadays, pharmacy is a lot more clinical now that they have a doctorate degree, like they do pharmacy residencies. Like one of my friends is specializing in cardio and you work hand in hand with physicians. So I feel like getting the pharmacy exposure really showed me what the medical world was like. And I realized it just like wasn't a fit. Some of it, I just can't really explain. I'm just like not as interested in medicine. And like some of it is just like, I just like teeth. (laughs) I can't really describe it. I just think teeth are really cool and interesting. So I had considered medicine, but now pharmacy really confirmed that the medical world is like not for me. Yeah. So it seems like you got a lot out of the years in pharmacy school, even though very early on you realized it wasn't for you, you still like, I feel like learned a lot about yourself, which is very valuable, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. I think that was the most valuable thing about doing like a doctorate type of program before this is like, you have to do, it's, it's so challenging. I cannot describe how challenging those years were, but it really like causes you, it really helps you learn so much about yourself, what you want, what you don't want, like who you are. And that is just so beneficial because a lot of times, like when you're, when they make you choose what you want to be when you're like 18, 20 something, it's like, you don't quite have a lot of life experience yet. So you don't quite know, and you haven't been challenged in this way yet. So that was like a really good way for me to learn about myself. But um, yeah. Have you, have you ever considered medical? I'm just curious. Um, Like growing up, like a little kid, I was like, people tell me, I said, I either want to be a pediatric dentist or a pediatrician. But I don't fully recall saying that because I definitely don't really want to specialize right now, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, I definitely was like always like something healthcare. But in high school, when I was like looking at colleges, I was like, I should figure out what my major is going to be. So I know what like Mm -hmm. what a good college to apply to is. And I shadowed dentistry and I like loved it right away. So I was just stuck with that. And it's been good. Yeah. See, that's the key is shadowing early on. So you can like figure out early yeah, that kind of leads into my next question, which was, do you have any advice for people to figure out like what healthcare career is right for them if they're just kind of like, all of it seems interesting or I'm not mm-hmm. sure like what is my passion? Yeah, for sure. There's like a lot of things you can do, honestly. I think the most important thing is just to be proactive and like reflective. So by proactive, I mean like really like what you said, go out there, shadow. Like so many people I hear from they choose their careers because like their parent is in something or someone they know is in something and I think that that's great but you also really have to test the waters for everything like I know that if I had 
tried to shadow more with dentistry early on, then I would have known right away, you know? So give yourself that chance of trying everything out because you also don't really know what you'll enjoy until you're in the setting. Like things sound great on paper. I'm like, yeah, I want to like save lives on paper. Maybe I want to be like a surgeon or something like save, you know, like something super intense. But then you get into that setting, you might realize like, I don't like this. Like that's kind of what I experienced too when I was working as um, a pharmacy technician in an emergency room. We had to help with like codes a lot. And up until this point, I thought I liked intense stuff. Like I thought at this point, like I want to be a transplant pharmacist or I want to be like, like a critical care pharmacist and work in the ICUs. And then after working all those codes, I was like, man, like saving lives is exhausting. Like I don't want to be in this <laughs> setting, you know? And I never would have known that if I didn't have that experience. So yeah, yeah, be proactive. And what I was saying about reflecting was really like, don't just go through life like what I was doing beforehand. Like stop and think like, is this what I want for me? Or is this because someone else wants this for me? Or because this looks good on paper? Or because like, you know, like really figure out if you're doing something just for you. Yeah, that's really good advice. Thank you. Um, Another question about um, how pharmacy school has helped you in dental school. We kind of touched on it, but do you feel like there's stuff in your classes where you're like, oh, I already know this, or is it more like it's in there somewhere? I need to like refresh it. Like, do you feel like you kind of have an advantage having gone through that whole program already? Yeah, it's definitely like a huge advantage. Like I can't say enough because at the end of the day, the stuff that they teach in dental school, they, they teach you what's important for dentists, right? that's not necessarily all the details. So they teach you very surface level stuff with like cardio and GI. That's like what I'm taking right now and like neuro off the top of my head. So it's stuff that I definitely already knew. So content wise didactics, it's a lot easier. And also on top of that, I think pharmacy school really broke me in. I'm like a shallow the person needs to be. Okay. <laughs> I'm like tired, but like I know how to speak, right? And yeah. so I feel like I'm kind of used to what grad school is like. Like pharmacy school really it felt like a war that I survived because there were weeks where we would have like three exams a week, two projects, a bunch of quizzes. It was so hard. So now that I'm in dental school, when I'm faced with that level of like balancing work between competencies and exams and projects, I'm kind of like, okay, it's just, you just put your head down and you work. And I think at first it's kind of hard to get used to, of course, because you go from undergrad, which is, or, or like a lot of people do masters too, which, which are difficult, but like, there's nothing quite like grad school, right? So I think yeah. it prepared me like emotionally and mentally deal with like the stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm every time I talk to like current dental students, it like slightly overwhelms me because I'm like, I know I'm not prepared for this, but it also reminds oh. me like everyone adjusts. Yeah. You have to, and you will yes. because you have to, to get by. So I know it'll be fine. It's, it's just like sink or swim, girl. Like, don't yeah. worry. You'll, you'll get thrown into it. And at first you'll be paddling, right? And you'll be like, oh my God, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> but you'll find your groove because you know what? Everyone else is doing the same thing. Like no yeah. one just goes into grad school and is set right away. Yeah, that'd be very crazy. Um, yeah. So now more <laughs> dental specific questions. Do you have any okay. interest in specializing, especially since you said you have that like medical background or are you thinking just general dentistry? Yeah. So I, I just really don't know yet because since yeah. it's so early in my dental career, I feel like I haven't experienced myself doing the procedures yet. Like all I know is what's on paper. Right. Um, so I don't know yet. I'm, I, I want to keep the doors open. So I'm trying to get good grades in school and like explore different things. Um, perio is a specialty that I've always been really interested in. But besides that, I'm kind of just trying to learn about all of them. Like, I feel like I don't have mm-hmm. much experience yet. But did, when you shadowed and stuff, did you get to shadow like specialties or was it mostly general? 
Actually, a majority of my like dental hours were from an oral surgery office, which was pretty oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, they like called me an assistant, but I didn't really assist. I mostly just observed <laughs> and like cleaned things, but yeah. um, which was still cool because I was watching so many like awesome procedures. But that was like the only specialty I've like actually shadowed. And then my other hours were just general dentistry, but it was really cool. I just don't think I would be like satisfied putting that much Mm -hmm. effort and time into school like that many years and then like a residency Mm -hmm. and like medical school and like all of that that's just like too much for me even though the work itself is like cool and very rewarding I know um one other of the dental assistants was really interested in pursuing oral Mm -hmm. surgery and he said the main reason was because he needed like instant gratification basically with his work and like Mm -hmm. with oral surgery compared to like other specialties and even like some general dentistry procedures like you prep a crown and you have to wait a week or two to like get the actual crown. So yeah. it's like he liked with oral surgery, like issue, I fix it, they're done, you know? Yeah, so I think like I that's some things that you learn once you do like your specialty rotations. What year do you guys start doing those? Do you know? I think third year. Once oh, yeah. you start clinic, you start, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I know I'm sure everything's going to be all flipped upside down now, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> I know. What are you guys planning to do at Michigan for um, like everything with COVID? Um, I actually just was on a Zoom, like a town hall with the whole school right before this. But um, sounds like like the university itself as a whole, not just the dental school stance is that for now they want anything that can be remote to be remote. So it sounds like pretty much all of our classes in the fall even will probably be remote unless they're something involving like hand skills, whether it's clinic or whether it's in like sim lab. So like- yeah, basically we're online the whole summer for the incoming D1s because it's literally just book work anyways. But um, mm-hmm. going forward, I think it's just going to depend on like how testing procedures go through and like if they can have, they were saying like they need accurate chair side testing before they can like start seeing patients at a normal capacity, which I guess isn't available uh-huh. yet, obviously. So we'll see. Yeah, I see. Ooh, okay. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens. I know it's... It's like frustrating, but then you remember like every single dental school is nearly in the same boat. So like it's not just mm-hmm. like our school and like uh, the stinks. It's like everyone's going through it, and every profession, every industry is suffering in some way. So it's hard right. to just sit there and like mope because it's like not just you. <laughs> I know. I get so many questions from like incoming dental students, being like, "What should I do to like prepare?" Like I'm so nervous or whatever, and I'm just like, "Listen." No one knows what's going to happen. Like, not even your faculty know what's going on. So, like, there's no way that you can really prepare. But, like, don't worry because you can't worry about, like, stuff that you can't control. You know, that's something that you have to learn how to let go in dental school. Yeah, for sure. Um, Moving on, I guess. So, what is, like, one misconception you had about dental school? Hmm, One misconception is that... I think it seemed a lot more intimidating to me than it ended up being. And I'm sure that you will find this too, you know, like, like what you were mentioning earlier, how it sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. And like dental school is definitely crazy. But the thing is your faculty know that this is like your first time experiencing hand skills or your first time for a lot of people like balancing this level of coursework. So you never have to feel like you're alone with it. Like, I think I came into dental school being like, oh my God, it's going to be so scary. It's going to be so different from pharmacy school. And like, it really actually hasn't been. At the end of the day, it's just, you're with a bunch of your classmates trying to get through life. Your faculty will help you. 
And it's all going to work out because like everyone had to start there at some point. Like that like 90 year old professor in the corner, he was once in your shoes too. And he had no idea what was going on, but like the people before him helped him. So yeah, that was, I was like a lot more intimidated. And so for incoming students or people that want to apply, but are nervous and don't think they're like smart enough to do dentistry or anything like that, like people just have to know it's not as bad as, as you think it is. Like you can get through it. If I can get through it, then like anyone can get through it. <laughs> All right. Great. Um, this is kind of pivoting away from dentistry a little bit, but so how do you see like dentistry fitting into your like personal goals in life? Like what are some things that you're hoping to do in your future? I guess, if you have anything in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things I love about dentistry is like, there's so much, like, you can really control like what you like what your work hours look like, for example. Yeah. So someday I would love to have my own practice. And like with that though, I still want to have a family. Like I want to have a ton of kids and like have a good family life because that's just so important to me. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm also like a, a career gal. So I do want to like have my own practice. And I actually really love this, all this work that we're doing with media now. Like I love dental Instagram pages and dental YouTube pages. Like I think it's a great way to like learn so much. I wish I had that when I was younger. So I guess the professional or personal goal is that I, you know, continue growing my pages and just seeing like, you know, what opportunities can come, like great opportunities to like meet people like you or, you know, connect. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, we got a question on Instagram since I asked people to send them in. That was, what do you do to manage yeah, sure. stress and like, how is your life outside of school? Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm lucky that I had a lot of like experience trying to manage the stress in pharmacy school. So <laughs> Let's see. So to manage stress, right? I it, it depends on what kind of person you are. I am a venter. So my lucky friends and family get to hear so much from me. <laughs> um, one of the ways that I deal with stress is I love FaceTiming my friends or family. And because I feel like when you're in school, it really places you in a bubble, right? It's just you, Becky, some person next to you, and like the exams in front of you. It doesn't feel like there's like an outside world. All you see is like the exams in front of you. And that's a really, really toxic way of thinking. That's kind of like how I felt my first year of pharmacy school was it's just a constant cycle of exams. And I didn't really see the outside life or what I was working for. So when you talk to friends or family outside of your program, they kind of help you regroup and they remind you like, it's not the end of the world if you do bad on this one exam. Or they remind you like there's more to life than this one competency. And yeah, so being centered and remembering like who you are without school defining you is super important. Um, I also, so people love to say like self-care, right? Like face masks, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and like, of course, I love a good face mask. Don't get me wrong. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> but I think the importance of self-care is not having like perfect skin, even though that is a great side effect of self-care. It's not having the perfect skin. It's taking the second out of your day to say like, okay, school is important, but I'm more important. I'm the most important thing in my life, obviously. So it's taking that second to take care of yourself and remind you that like life will go on after this exam. You're still going to have skin to take care of. You're still going to have like, you know, like a body to take care of and like eating right and exercising, all that kind of like taking care of yourself. That's self-care. Um, so I think it's really important to like make sure that you have that type of balance with exercise or skincare or like um, like eating right. And it, I've noticed it's really a cycle because if you don't take care of yourself, then like your grades go down, right? Because you're tired or you're unhealthy or you get sick and then you can't study. 
And then that makes you want to cut corners more and like skip the gym or like get that quick snack, like that fast food instead. And so it's just a really, really bad cycle that you have to learn how to take control of. And just like it's a negative cycle, like what I described, it's also a positive cycle. Once you start working out more, you develop like good time management habits. Once you start eating healthier, then, you know, you have more energy and like a better, like positive outlook, I guess, and you can study better. So yeah, get yourself into a positive cycle. That's also a good way to deal with stress. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I really liked that. I'm definitely going to be using those tips for sure. Um, yeah. So we're kind of wrapping up here, but do you have any like biggest advice you learned in dental school or any like big takeaway you want to leave people with? Yeah, sure. So I guess the biggest thing that I've learned in dental school is just that no one gets out completely like alive and unscathed you know like everyone is going to have something the person next to me they might be struggling with school the person like across from me they might not be struggling with school but they might be doing really badly on like the hand skills or operative person like you you might be sucking at both you know <laughs> like no mm-hmm. one is perfect and because of that you have to learn how to not compare yourself to everyone because like the person next to you might have just made like a kick-ass crown or whatever but then they could, you know, be struggling in other areas that they don't show. And I think that was the most challenging and biggest difference with pharmacy school that I had with dental school. In pharmacy school, yeah, you did school, but there was nothing like performing the hand skills portion of it. Um, and that is a whole different type of learning and pressure and stress that you have to learn how to manage. And so for a lot of people, when you go to dental school, this will be the first time too. Unless you like already went to dental school or like were a dental assistant or something like that, you're not going to be ready for that type of stress. And so my best advice is, like I said, don't compare yourself um, and understand that like your journey is your journey. So you just have to own it. It doesn't matter if you didn't like work a million hours as an assistant, like the person next to you. It doesn't matter if like the person like across from you, their dad is like an orthodontist and like all this stuff. Like don't look at the people around you and like their opportunities, just focus on yourself. Thank you. Um, So what's the best way for people to like reach out to you if they have more questions? I know you have Instagram and you also make really good YouTube videos. So I want people to check that out too. (laughs) Yeah. So the easiest way to reach out to me is probably those two pages. Instagram, I'm like very active in my DMs and stories. I'm I'm actually more active in my stories than my posts. So definitely feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is at the pharma dental. Pharma is important because people always do farm dental and then they can't (laughs) find it. So at the pharma dental on Instagram and then also at the pharma dental on YouTube. um, I always reply to my comments and definitely check out that page. I post a lot of behind the scenes of what dental school life looks like. So I would love to see you guys there. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was so nice talking to you. All right, everyone, that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to follow the podcast, like I said, at Dental Download Podcast. Check the description of this episode to see Connie's Instagram and her YouTube channel. It's both super, super great platforms. And I'll also have all of my social media linked in that podcast description. And again, be sure that you follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to so that you can see my episodes pop up every Monday morning in your subscription box. And next week, you can be looking forward to an episode all about my first week of dental school and dental school orientation. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next week.